With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Welcome to the Punters, mate, on SEN. We are back. We are back for the Punters, mate. It's 2024. 12th of January 2024, we are heading into a massive day of racing at the Gold Coast tomorrow with Magic Millions. And I'm pleased to say Sammy Highland has made it back from his trek down south. Sammy, how was it? How was your Christmas? We want to find out all about those basketball jerseys. But first of all, how did it all go? Chris, it was so good. Uh, Yeah, such a, uh, well, just a good thing to do. And and, uh, I guess, um, yeah, when we left, I was... was Doing it on our own because we always follow Ben and Karen normally with the uh, caravan, but this time we we're doing it on our own and heading down south to, to Melbourne for Christmas. And uh, look, I reckon I only had a couple of misdemeanors. Um, when we were leaving Budgeroy, just outside Sydney, uh, we left at 5.30 in the morning. It was a bit rough, the joint where we were at. And so we <laughs> thought we'll get up and get moving early. And I, and I ripped half of the guard off and then... Uh, anyway, I, Nicole said I was going too fast and I was rushing and you always think you're in a race and rah, rah, so I was copying that surf <laughs> for half an hour. And then when we got to Pheasant's Nest on the other side of Sydney, we had breakfast and I came out and I went, you wouldn't believe it. I've obviously, not only have I ripped the guard off, but I've li- ripped the tap off oh. this caravan. Oh. You know, where you connect the water yeah. to. And so it's an essential thing on the caravan. And mm. so <clears throat> then get on to a few people, uh, go to Canberra Caravan Supplies to get one piece, who then sends us to Reese Plumbing to get another piece, who then sends us to Bunnings to get another piece. And then we get to Marimbula and, and uh, we had a thank God, we had uh, a thank you to Whitey um, who organised his man uh, to put it all together and uh, so we could get water going on. But, you know, everything that we went through, I, I was like, you know, we spent two hours in Canberra getting these parts and whatever and, and you're dragging the caravan with three kids and, and a wife. pouring rain and, and a wife that's telling you you're that's driving right. too fast. You know, like <laughs> it was, oh, so that was, I, 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 that was a, that was a low point that day, but. I tell you what, there was uh, so much good fun. The kids had a ball, and it was uh, yeah, great to have Christmas with my family. And uh, and Dad was in great form. He spent all day with us at, on Christmas Day, and um, yeah, he just had a ball with the kids. And so it was uh, yeah, it was just just really good fun. The weather was not ideal. We had we had six days in Byron Bay coming back, and uh, I reckon it rained every day. Yeah, well, it's been like that up here. Yeah, it's just just been rough, hasn't it? It has, and we were expecting a, a long, dry summer, but that hasn't uh, eventuated, and now we just seem to be getting rain every day. Now, Cohen, button pusher extraordinaire. Mm. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. It sounds a bit like Sammy was um, this bloke. Oof. 
G'day, I'm Russell Coit and this is my backyard, <laughs> the Aussie Outback. I reckon you're right too. Well, I, d I did, <laughs> you know, I, I did say, I did say to uh, Fitnickers that, um, you know, I think we can do Australia now. I think we can do a lap Ooh. around Australia. And, and she's going, what, without Ben? You think, like, he, Ben Ben Wright is the Russell Coit of, uh, of the caravanning world. And, and uh, so, anyway, but, you know, we've put it out there and I reckon... Uh, uh, and I must touch on, uh, because it's been a bit of a theme on punters, mate, but the jerseys were a huge hit, uh, and so they should be, because they, uh, well, there was a lot that went into them as, as well as uh, the coins. But it was it was very funny, very funny. And thank you so much to uh, Luke Longley, because Nicole rang him, and the, all the kids uh, got to, Will and his cousins all got to speak to Luke and uh, thank him for their signed jerseys and they were over the moon, so it was. Uh, yeah, it was. It was. Uh, that was a big buzz when we got to Hamilton. I'm a bit worried. If you're going to do a trip around Australia, well, who am I doing this show with? No, we've, I'm going to get Starlink. Apparently, you get Starlink, right? It's internet. You can get everywhere because I did trackside from Port Ferry. Yeah. And uh, Tags got left on his own for the last hour because <laughs> he couldn't get served. The more people coming into town, Chris Ho. Yep. The, the more they use the actual, ex and and yeah. and yep. so uh, the last hour on trackside was was uh, just not, tags on his own. Yes, and oh jeez, <laughs> he would have blown up deluxe. <laughs> he did, he did. But uh, so the next day I did trackside, I went into Warrnambool, and uh, thank you to Shane McKinnon who let me use his uh, his lounge room, and uh, uh, I did trackside from from there. But yeah, it's it's amazing, you know, the the Wi-Fi and the internet, are, you know is quite poor, you know, it's not, it's not great, the service. Uh, and then JJ, only only yesterday, um, Cam Luke and I were on trackside and Cam Luke had to go down and do a show. So uh, it was only me and Courtney on for the last hour because JJ was going to do trackside from, uh, sorry, uh, his show from uh, Pakenham because he was working yeah. at Pakenham at last races. night. And he said the internet <clears throat> couldn't couldn't get good coverage. And, so, and I mean that's that's packing them. Was Courtney on air? Yes. Great. Excellent. Courtney and me. To to, so and, that's excellent. Courtney and I were uh, were on air for the last hour. So awesome. it was, uh, and yeah, she was great. Yeah, Fantastic. she is. Now, did you want to add something to that, Cohen? Uh, I just think with all the effort and all the money spent, that Sammy should have one of his own. <laughs> one what of his own? Basketball jersey. Yep. Well, you're probably right, actually. Surely. <laughs> So I'll tell, you, I'll, tell, I'll tell you something else. I'll tell you something. He doesn't want to buy this it. Is, this is a bit overkill, right? It's just on the basketball theme, right? Three pairs of Jordans. What, shoes? Yeah. Oh. So, so I'm going. They're cheap too. I'm going. So, and Cam Luke is, he famously has this big collection of, of Nike shoes, right? And and I, I sent him a picture and said, is this how it starts? And he goes, you're gone now. This is it. This is how it starts. And and so Will's telling me just last night, and he's going, oh, I want to go to Chermside and, and um, have a look at a new pair of Jordans. I said, mate, you got three. You got three pairs. I don't understand. Cam was right. It started. Whoa, whoa, it started. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> oh, wow, we. And how was uh, your Christmas New Year, Cohen? Yeah, pretty good, boys. Good. Uh, yeah. Yeah, besides being blown away, um, yeah, it was all right. It was all right. There's a bit of storms on the Gold Coast, if you boys uh, weren't across that. 
Yeah, you don't live yeah. up in Mount Tambourine, I hope, because that was devastated. Well, my mum does. So, oh, um, is she all right? Yeah, she's all right. The, the community getting around each other up there, so it's good to see. But um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, once in a week. There was a lot of carnage, wasn't there? Yeah. Oh, like mate. A, the tornado went through there, wasn't it? There's one street uh, on the northern side, and you couldn't even get through. There were just trees everywhere, roofs off houses and things like that. So, yeah, a bit of a disaster zone up there, but uh, mum was in a good spot, so <coughs> she got lucky. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like some places, the roof can be blown off a house or a house can be knocked to the ground and next door the one's still standing. Is that got to do with who built the house? Uh, I would have thought Better so. company versus a company that nah, might have taken a few shortcuts. I think where the houses are, it's okay. right on the edge of the mountain. So that's where the uh, wind would be the like strongest. the house made of bricks versus the house made <laughs> of straw. straw. <laughs> <laughs> as long as Sammy's oh, caravan's right. not made of straw, it'll be right. Pick it up and blown away. And all those jerseys that go with it. <laughs> All right, now it's all about the Magic Millions. Massive day of racing, of course, on the Gold Coast tomorrow. We had the barrier draw during the week. Good crowd down there, as there always is at the Gold Coast Surfers Paradise on the Tuesday morning. I cannot tell you how hot it was down there, guys. It was absolutely stifling. Sweating up. No You're beating I was up. Sweating up. I was. <laughs> and I'm not one to sweat, but that 20-minute walk to get there really finished me off. By the time I got there, I was just a – I tell you, I sweat up more than um, – <laughs> I don't know. I'll think of something. Maybe I shouldn't say. I was thinking of something, but I'm not going to say it. Let's just say I was sweating up. Uh, sales results have been really good. Uh, I think with the sales topper is to date $2.1 million, Sammy. The money, where does all this money come from? Cost of living issues, electricity, bills through the roof, yet people send money on horses. It's quite amazing, isn't it? It's a great thing for our sport and a great thing for our, for, for the industry, isn't it, overall, um, that that you know the uh, because we we've been through COVID and um, everybody was expecting that you know there was going to be drama and 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 uh, people weren't going to be spending like they used to and whatever. But it's gee, it's held up, hasn't it? It does it's, every it's year. It just seems to and, get bigger um, and bigger. You know, it's uh, yeah. There's uh, well, it's. Uh, a lot of good horses come out of there, and and uh, well, there's a lot of horses overall, isn't there? It's a it's a big it's a big business, the breeding industry, and uh, yeah, this this week is um, well, it's uh, it's the grand final for for Queensland, isn't it? Up here it in is. the summer carnival, it is. Now, uh, you might not know this, Sammy, but a lot of our regular listeners will not be tuning in today, Why? because they'll all be at the annual Northcliffe um, event on the uh, on the Gold Coast. There's a gentleman on. Uh, Twitter by the name of Justin Gorry, known as Fats. Oh, he yes. was he? Fats yes. Gorry. Yes. He organises an event at Northcliffe every year, and the numbers have just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So while all our listeners will probably be down there enjoying a, a brewski or two at the moment while right, we're yeah. still working. But uh, they can always listen to the podcast if they're in any state to do so later on tonight. Now, uh, today's guest, Tony Gollum. We'll chat to Tony. He's got some good chances, obviously, tomorrow. Zerastro's drawn a horror gate. Be good to get his uh, thoughts on well, Zerastro's going forward. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and he's been pretty active in the sales, as Tony Sam. He's yeah, well, he's uh, and so he should be. He's the leading trainer up here. He's a jet, Tony, and he, and he's so good to us, isn't he? We he often is. get him on the show, and I'd like to ask him about um, the Black Soil Bloodstock Group. You yep. know, they're big supporters of him. He's had uh, a lot of luck for them, and um, yeah, I think they're 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 really tight. All those boys. With Tony Golan and I think Tony went to school with the main black soil guy right. Brian Simpson, Simpson, yeah. who we had on one of the shows once, going back a few years ago. Okay, yeah, and he's um, gee, they they um, you know they 
they're doing a super job, aren't they? they are. They've got uh, nice horses and, and they get winners. Yeah, he's a, he's a big player these days, Tony Gollan. He really has come a long way. Won the last 10 Brisbane premierships, of course, and well on his way to making it number 11. We'll chat to Ian Brown. I think we will. Ian Brown's the racing manager, <coughs> excuse me, of the Gold Coast Turf Club. Just going to have a chat to him about what's on there tomorrow. Uh, the Calcutta, of course, was held last night. We can have a chat about that as well. So looking forward to a special Magic Millions Day edition. Oh, Magic Millions edition of the Pundas, mate. No Gibbo today, though, uh, Sammy. He's yeah, off but... He's off playing golf. Is he? Yes, he's gone to a golf day, so couldn't join well, us. Well, it'll be a big week for, for Gibbo. I mean, he's like the mayor of the Gold Coast. He is. So... He's the Tom Tate equivalent. <laughs> So he'd have he would have his hands full this week. He would so and he's, so he shouldn't. So he's maybe just rounding out the week with just a, a leisurely game of golf down there at Lakelands. I think he was playing at today with a few others. So good idea. Good luck to Gibbo. Now racing action continues every day across the Sunshine State. Check out racingqueensland.com.au for where Queensland is racing today. And I can tell you, Sammy, we didn't race today at Home Hill. Unfortunately, yeah, we lost that off, meeting, but it, it is. But it's next week, yep, is it? Yep, next Wednesday. The meeting will be next Wednesday. Now, not a lot of meetings tomorrow. Obviously, uh, the big, well, all eyes on the Gold Coast. We've also got a meeting at Ipswich. We race at Atherton and Thangool, and then we're back to the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. And then a busy start to next week. Warwick on Monday and Tuesday at Rockhampton. Sammy, I just could not let this go by. <laughs> oh. It's been, what, four weeks since you've been on the show and we've been able to rip into a talking point. And I just love the fact that this came up during the week. Earpods for the jockeys on the way to the barriers on the Gold Coast tomorrow. I just wanted to get your opinion on that. Here we no, go. Now you got a minute. We, we know that uh, I can rant and, <laughs> and I can jump up and down and throw the toys out of the cot. On, on different occasions, and normally when horses get beat, like old Newmarket did uh, yesterday <laughs> at uh, Panola. But I tell you what, you know what? Let's keep it classy. Let's keep it classy. Let's let's not get tacky. Let's not get tacky. What on earth is this bringing to the table? Can can somebody tell me what on earth this is going to bring to the table? Do you know what? I actually used to do a gig. I actually used to do a gig uh, back in the day and riding the ponies, right? Yes, uh, I remember and, that. And, yeah. and do um, horseback interviews yep. before and after the race. And um, I don't know what happened to them. They, they just, you know, uh, uh, well, I got hunted from, from racing.com, so, so, but they, they carried on, and now they just stopped. Now they've all stopped. Now we want to put ear pods in jockeys' Going to the barriers. Do you know, I'll, t I'll tell you, um, what on earth are they going to say? Oh, this cantered well to the barriers. Pretty it's, much. It's just noise. It's 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 noise that brings nothing to the table, right? So get really out should of be town. What, what is anybody going <laughs> to say? I mean, you know what I mean? What, 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 like, what does it do? What, how does it, how does it create? I, I don't understand. It's just, it is just. Bringing stuff, not really needed, is it? It's bringing stuff up just for the sake of it. It's yeah. just noise. Come on, that's it... ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> I mean, well, I know we need innovation in the sport, but uh, <clears throat> I don't. I'm, I'm a bit with you. I mean, I'm I'm not against innovation and, and ideas and, and new ideas, but yeah, I, I, 
Look, we'll watch it tomorrow and we'll find out. But I'm sure that Rocky's going to say, I can't I, wait. This yeah, horse, this well, horse well to the went gates. beautifully to the gates. And yeah. I've been told to ride it like this. And then it jumps out and misses a start. And then they go, oh, what happened? What well, that's happened? interesting. I mean, Do you think that the jockeys will say how how they've been instructed to ride a horse? Well, no, I don't think they will. Be, think so because because I, I know how easily different things can happen in a race. You know what I mean? And, and yeah, so but could then that be misleading then, too? Then it falls back on them. You know, people people are going, don't know the full story. I don't know how to read the race or, or read what happens. And so they get round behind the barriers and they go, listen, they've told us to sit one out, one back. And then everyone drives up inside you and you sat midfield four deep, chasing the, facing the breeze and, and then uh, chasing all the way. And then, and then the person at home watching on the telly goes... Well, he just told me he was going to be one out, one back. Well, that's what and, I'm just saying. And, and he was, and he was five wide facing the breeze. So is the jockey chase. at fault then? So this is this is so the. That, that's interesting. That I have to watch closely the, tomorrow. These are the areas that mm. that it's 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 unnecessary, Chris. You I, know, I, for 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 all the positives, which I can't, I don't even find one. Right, I I, I can see negatives coming out in this. That's and, interesting. And so, um, it's yeah, it's again, it's just, it's just. You know what? Don't, 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 it, you don't have to reinvent the wheel, right? It's, it is what it is. It's, I know you want to bring up new ideas and all this, but, but let's sit back and go, okay, how is this going to make it any better? Mm. It's, it's, it'll, there'll only be, it's, it's like the whole numbers situation with, with, um, racing tracks, right? All it's done is confuse people even more. And give people more of a reason to gripe. No, it's not a six; it's a four, and it's this and it's that. It's it's. You know what? It hasn't brought anything to the table. So you know what? We've got Tony Gollan coming up. We'll ask him what he thinks. I know he's not a jockey, but we'll just ask him what he thinks. Yeah. Firelight alongside Royal Interest giving something. Infatuation in the rail. Skirt the law. Pull to the centre of the track. Chiming in. Biscuit one, and then came Empire of Japan. Skirt the law. Skirt the law. The Queensland Philly dash to the lead. Platinum Jubilee rolled the second, but it's too late, sister, because Skirt the law will win for the Tony Gollan Sable and beat Platinum Jubilee. Of course, Sammy, that was Skirt the Law winning the Magic Millions. Two-year-old classic last year. Now, I was at the Carbine Club lunch on Monday, and Tony Gollan was uh, one of the guests. He was sitting up the very front, and I was sitting like the little, the little table organised near the back door. That's where I was. But... He was in 1A, and you were in <laughs> I was out right down the deep. back, past the wing, out in the tail <laughs> of the actual thing. But, uh, look, Tony did say that he could listen to that replay or watch that replay of Skirt the Law winning Every day for the rest of his life, and uh, I can understand that. Tony, uh, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, guys. Yeah, you're totally right, Chris. I could listen to that replay forever and a day, and it's just unfortunate I haven't got a runner in the race this year. But it's certainly, it was certainly one of the one of the prouder moments I've had in my training career. It's something I, I was really proud that I was able to achieve as a stable. I think we all were. Uh, it was a, it was an odd week that week with the races being called off and put back mm. on and just made the pressure go on for a few more days. But it's something we, we at Golan Racing got a huge thrill out of and we're very proud of that achievement. Just on Skirt the Law, I know she's injured and she's in the paddock, but uh, hopefully everything's okay there. And if it is, where are you heading with her this year? Uh, winter Carnival with her, mate. I'm, I was happy to give her a good break. 
um, just a little bit of minor surgery, the tiniest of chips, and just let everything settle down. A bit of bone bruising she had there, which you know, young horses get. They, they're very busy, these two-year-olds. You don't get a lot of break with them. And sometimes you just got to pull back and reset. And I'm really comfortable with the fact that we've done that. And I think for doing that, we're going to have a really nice filly this winter. Tony, uh, the Black Soil Bloodstock team, uh, you, you have a great association with them. Can you give us a bit of an insight into how that all came about? And, and it's been a fantastic journey. I know um, uh, I'm friends just through school, um, uh, Steve and Sasha Morris, and, and I know they've been in a few horses and that, I, that I've followed just because they're in them and, and they've had uh, some luck and they just love it, and it's it's been a great journey that that uh, you've all experienced with with that team, Black Soil Bloodstock. Yeah, it's been awesome. So it all Brian and I have been mates since I think I was about 15, 16, something like that. And Sammy, I can tell you that wasn't yesterday. So we've been friends a long time. <laughs> we raced to, uh, shares and horses together with my dad right at the start. I think I was seventeen years old, something like that, when our first one and. And then Brian's always sort of had a horse with me, and he, Brian Simpson's the man I refer to, and he's the, the main guy with Black Soil. And all of a sudden, it just got a bit more serious, I guess, and Spirit of Boom, he was in Spirit of Boom and Temple of Boom when Spirit went to stud, you know, to get a few broodmares around to sort of go to him. And then with Harry McAlpine, this developed a, developed an idea to, you know, buy some really nice fillies um, with the idea to race and with other like-minded people, then possibly the breed or, or sell or, or whatnot, and just have a, a whole, you know, a whole evolution of it sort of thing. And it just kept snowball or snowballing, and he just put other, just we'd run into a lot of different like-minded people that wanted to race nice quality horses. And it didn't hurt the fact that I think as soon as we changed the colours over and things just started to flow, and we've had great success under the Black Soil banner, um, and we just have a ton of fun while we're doing it. So it, it was a. Black Soil was a, basically an initiative that just kept on evolving, and now he's breeding nice horses, we're racing nice horses, and we're still hopefully still buying nice horses. Now, Tony, you've been very active at the sales. Uh, one particular purchase, uh, the I Am Invincible Outback Barbie, purchased by yourself and Jennifer Acton. Very sentimental purchase, that one. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, they, I mean, Al, Al, bred, Al, Al bought Outback Barbie. It's quite a funny story. He actually outbid myself and Brian. On Outback Barbie when he bought it, we were bidding out the back and Al was bidding at the front. So that's how Al used to do things, really on his own way. And um, then I ended up getting it a train anyway, which was great. And then he, he did the mating when he retired. He sent it to Yarraman, put it on I'm Invincible. And this I've seen this file, photos of her and videos of her since she was a baby. And she's been a beautiful horse all the way through. Obviously, it was tragic, the passing of, of Alan. Um, but it was so good that, that Jennifer and the team were really keen to, to be involved in this filly. And that allowed us to, to go that extra mile to pay that one point two million for what is a one of the I think she's one of the, the best I'm invincible fillies, if not the one of the best fillies here at this sale. You've been a big player. From what I can see here, you've purchased twelve lots, is that right? I'm not sure. I like count, but there's been a lot and we've bought them in all different price points and Yeah. You know, we're trying to find something for all of our clients and, and most importantly the horses we like. So, you know, whether we paid hundred and thirty or we paid one point two million, we still like the horse. So and that that's important. John Foot, my my agent, does an amazing job. He does all the groundwork and I just get to go in there and put my hand up and and then try and put them around to the people the people who suit. And we got a big ownership base. Not everyone can afford a one point two million dollar horse, but a lot of people with their friends and family can get involved in horses up to two hundred thousand dollars now with with syndicates and small shares, et cetera. So we try and do, we try and find nice horses in all the brackets 
And who knows, hopefully we can be back here having a go at this Magic Millions next year. You mentioned John Foote. I saw some stats during the week uh, of purchases that he's made. His record is outstanding. His strike rate is through the roof compared to basically everybody else. Oh, he's great, John. He, he, you know, he doesn't get caught up in the in the hype of sales and, and the fashion sort of thing. You know, everyone's, you know, you get all the people there bidding on these very fashionable horses, etc., and obvious horses. But John, John's really good at finding the needle in the haystack. Uh, when I when I looked for a bloodstock agent, there was two two names that come that kept coming back to me, and one was Vin Cox and one was John Foot. And Vin went to Magic Means at the time, and and John, I made a phone call to John, and uh, he he was happy to do my work, and we started off slow, and and we've built a great team, and. You know, I wouldn't be having the success I'm having if it wasn't for, for John Foote's influence on my business, that's for sure. I think anyone, no one out there that I know says a bad word about John the way that he goes about his business. He's a man of high integrity, for starters, and he's got a fantastic eye for a horse. He, 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 you see these nice horses of ours step out with these good actions, that's all John Foote. And I think the uh, the other thing that, that is so great, well, John Foote is um, one of his biggest qualities is the fact that he doesn't have to pay huge money for mm. horses like he he's he's all about paying the right money for for the right horses as you say and uh, we see that time and time again not only with your horses but with horses that john foot buys overall for for people uh all over the world absolutely i, I remember one of the first times we had we we give him i think it was two hundred thousand or something like that to buy for horses in new zealand and he'd give me 80 grand change <laughs> like most livestock agents would ask for an extra fifty, How you know, good to that? get more. But he he doesn't. He he it's like he's spending his own money, and he's he's very he's very careful with with price points and and whatnot, and he's he's realistic. I remember the very first year or second year, because I'm always a bit keen and a bit eager, you know, to get the horse and this and that. And he said, "Listen, we want to be here doing this in twenty years' time. We don't want to be here for one year. We got to you know we got to do it right." And he's drummed that into me right from the get go. So we never buy horses on on a we never buy horses on a whim. We we buy the horses that we like, and we and really try and buy them at the right price point, so the people can enjoy racing. And we try and keep everything affordable as we can. Tony, uh, just changing tack a little bit. Uh, there is a new innovation this Saturday <laughs> with the jockeys. We're going to put earpods in in their ears, going to the barriers, and they're going to tell us. I don't know what they're going to tell us when they get behind the barriers, but. Uh, I just said I, I can often get on a rant on this show on Talking Point with Chris Nelson, and I just thought it's important it's important to have new ideas, but it's important not to get tacky. And I just myself, I don't see what this is going to bring to the table. Sam, you'd have a better idea about this than me. I mean, you, you're a jockey. I'm just a trainer. Um, I sometimes wish they had earpods in their ears during the run. I could just yell <laughs> some things at them, but they'd probably... Probably not. They wouldn't want them. They wouldn't want any pod with me talking to them in a the race. I know that. <laughs> They're doing their job. I, I don't know really what it brings either, to be honest. I, I think, like, you know, what are we going to do? We're going to put them in state of origin players' ears when they run out, you know, when they're, when they're about, you know, a couple of minutes before kickoff. You know, is that, is that where we're at next in football and things like that? I don't think so. I think that, that time when the rider's on his horse and he's going to the gates, he he's, he wants to be in touch with his horse and have a good feel for him and, He's running through the race, and, and that, that's when they feel, I think, the jockeys, what I hear, they feel they're most relaxed, Sam. You can correct me if I'm wrong. When they get on that horse and they start to canter off, they don't want something chirping in their ear and listen to, exactly. wondering, worrying about what they're going to say because the media's out there listening. I, I personally don't like it. I think let the, let the jockey and horse have their time to bond prior to the race and, 
Get out of their ear. I'd prefer if they put them, we could hear what the trainers say during the race <laughs> and then what the trainers say as the jockey's <laughs> coming back to scale. That'd be more exciting. Especially oh, with I you, Tony. Be no good. Sometimes. <laughs> uh, sometimes no good. You know, sometimes no good. And my jockeys would probably definitely agree. But, you know, it, it is what it is. I mean, we all, have a, we exactly. all have a role to do, and I think we should be able to run that part of our our businesses and lives and part of this profession, which, you know, it's high pressure all the time, right? At the races yeah. when you know, you're winning and losing, I think we're entitled to a little bit of privacy in that, in that department. Now, I just want to ask you, uh, we won't hold you up any longer, about one of your horses tomorrow, of course, is Zarastro, who's flying. He's drawn the, the wide gate. Uh, obviously, you're going to go forward. How's he progressing? Yeah, really well. He's progressed really well. Um, you'd remember some time ago, I backed off him fairly well, given only six yep. or seven weeks between runs when he got beat. And it was all, and every, all that was designed to get him here for this race day. Um, we've obviously had a spring and then into this, and I've tipped him along. And you would see I've spaced his runs majority of the time. I think I've been a fortnight between runs once with him when he was dominant at Doombin. Uh, I went back in trip to 1200 at Eagle Farm to try and keep some speed in his legs for this 1400 here, and we're three weeks into this. I, I think for, for a preparation that's evolved during the spring, I think I couldn't get him here in any better shape. He, um, he'll he certainly roll forward from his gate, and I never worry. I don't have sleepless nights worrying about wide draws on go-forward horses at the 1400 here, Eagle mm. Farm, 1350 at Doombin. I, I don't panic about these wide gates. Yep, fair enough too. We wish you all the best uh, tomorrow on uh, Magic Millions Day, Tony. We are speaking to you on Friday morning. I know there's a few showers hanging around. What's it like at the moment? Yeah, it's awful. There's no, there's no sun. The sun's just trying to peek through. It's just showery weather. I know that tracks a soft five. Um, I did see the wind was meant to pick up, and as I look now, this wind is starting to get up here, which is what we want. We've got a nice yep. windy day. Blow these showers away. Keep this track at a you know, soft five, six or better. And if we do that... I think it's going to have an absolute bumper days racing tomorrow. All right, Tony, thanks for joining us. All the best, as I said, for tomorrow, uh, and we look forward to chatting to you in a few weeks' time. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Thanks. Tony Golan joining us there, Sammy, as he regularly does, and may not have a runner in the uh, the two-year-old or the three-year-old tomorrow, but uh, I tell you what, you certainly got some winning chances there. Yeah, Situation Room is going to be a... Uh, he's an interesting horse, that horse. I, I, I don't mind him. Bazique is another that uh, is uh, looks to be a good hope. There's some yeah, some really nice chances. Buller, he can... He, he can, can reel off a, a sexual. He can a Sectional. He can reel off a sexual. <laughs> Are you going to reel off that sectional, Ken Baller? Now, uh, let's go for a break. Cohen, have you got this uh, audio on standby? This is my favourite Magic Millions, Sammy. This is where it all began. Last of all, at the 600, the Gold Coast Gold Snippets in front, going easily, a length roses for us. Lord Lockton on the outside, boasting, going up quickly. Prince Anton in a little bit of trouble from Mother Duck and a Daniela Crown, hope poetic sound. And further back as I'm ready, around the home turn, Snippets the inside and boasting, they led together. About two on Mother Duck, he's gone to third from Roses for us. And a Daniela Prince Anton and I'm ready at the 200, Snippets the leader, he's beaten off, boasting. Mother Duck on the outside, moves to second, coming out after Snippets. But Snippets is going great guns, 100 to go, he's got them stitched. And Snippets is driving away in the run of the post, he'll win easily. Snippets first, Prince Anton flew and got second, and it's tight for third between I'm Ready and Mother Duck. This is the Punters, mate, on SEN.
time for sausage of the week. Now, I'm thinking that while you've been away all this time, you're probably more in tune with cooking sausages than actually looking for them on the racetrack. Exactly. So I you made my own chabapchichis. Did you? Took them, what, are you what are they called? Chabapchichis. Uh, is that right, Cohen? There seems to be a few extra letters. Right, yeah. <laughs> that's what they're Yeah, that's what they're called. Is that a different sort of chevachi? Um, what are they? They're a... Uh, I know what they are. They're nice. They're tasty. Yeah, they're nice. very good. Very. Well, they're, they're very good. And I'll tell you where I drove to. Um, I drove to, like, Browns Plains or somewhere to go get and them. get them. Get they them. must be good. Oh, they were good. They were good. Then get the meat. And then I and then I followed the recipe and made. Oh, you made them? Yeah, I made oh, them. Oh, and, and I can't cook. Well, I can make toasted that. sandwiches, Chris. Jeez, doing the bread. Was uh, yeah. So even Fit Nickers was impressed. Very good. You bring some of those in anytime you like. Now uh, sausage of the week for me, <laughs> Kettle Hill. This is right oh, up the there with sausages. Kettle. Yeah. Well, we know he came from overseas, put up a big run at his first ever start, then went off the ball, then he did win a race at Mooney Valley. Two starts back, and then he's back to his brilliant best last week at Randwick running last. So, Kettle Hill. i tell you what, we've put some horses lately in the uh, sausage file. They haven't won. Scalopini, I put in. Remember I put Scalopini yes, in? Yes, He's retired after this next start. Has he retired? Yep. Yeah. So, they were listening. So he's gone to the sausage Good to see factory. the uh, proven thoroughbreds team listened in. <laughs> He'll go and uh, be a show-jumping horse, I would say, Sammy. Now, uh, have you got anything I said you other than your Chevachichis? No, I don't think I. I it's I okay. I think there'd be. I, I'll give a shout out to. No, I'm not going to say it. I'm, not gonna, I'm just. All right. No uh, cash for comment. No, I'm just. <laughs> uh, I got up and about on Thursday when I backed one at uh, Panola, but I've just got to move on. Move on. I've just got to move you on. Can't change the from past. that fifteen dollar horse that should have won by a length. Yeah, well. Hey, boys. Yeah. Just you got, got one? Got something for you. This, apparently, this is how you pronounce the sausage. Cubensis. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I wouldn't have gone down that path, but it's yeah. nowhere near what you Cubensis. said. Cubensis. <laughs> Cubensis. That's not right. It's chivapchichi. <laughs> it's not ch- <laughs> it is. Isn't it just chivaps? No, it's chivapchichi. Chivaps okay. Yeah, right. Well, I'm going to f- do some research on that. Oh. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org. Sammy, Ian Brown from the Gold Coast Turf Club, the racing manager, is going to join us now. And he's got some very different information for for us this week, not to do with the actual, a little bit more off course than on course. So, Brownie, good morning to you. Morning, fellas. That's exactly where you specialise, isn't it? Off course, not on course. So. <laughs> Too many people on course for me these days. I, I see more off course. Not saying there's anything against, nothing against being on course. The atmosphere is really good, but uh, when you've got to turn up on shows the next day and give a bit of a, a review, it's easier to watch them on TV. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, I completely understand. Um, unfortunately, I've got to be on course more than I can be off course. So I understand well, I where you're coming from. No, I totally understand that. Now, now we're going to have a chat about what's involved in Magic Millions Day. First of all, I know this is weather dependent, and I know we're talking to you this morning. We know there's been some rain uh, this morning, not too much of it. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen in the next 24, 36 hours. But how many people do you think, with good weather, will be on course tomorrow? Look, based off what our um, pre-sales are at, um, 
it, it's where we've been in previous years. So we'd be expecting in excess of 20,000 people on course, but obviously that's just going to be dependent on the weather. So there's a, there's a forecast for a small amount of rain, which yep. indicates that it's going to fall um, overnight or in the morning. So that may impact those numbers. But if that doesn't come, then we'd expect there to be in excess of 20,000 people on course tomorrow. Now, you must be over the moon with the way the tracks play. We've had two meetings on the new grass track. Uh, the drainage system must be phenomenal uh, after all the rain that's uh, the Gold Coast has copped over the last uh, seven to 14 days, etc. cetera. Uh, it's just played so well. And look, if we don't get too much more rain, we'd pretty much be back to a good track, you'd think. Yeah, that's what we're hopeful of. But look, it's been a lot of hard work to get to where we are. But the way the track played um, last Saturday on Aquas Wave Day, um, you know, we were we were really happy with. Uh, I think the winners came from all over the park. Uh, yep. They ran some good times. Um, but yeah, we're at a soft five this morning. We only had a mil in those showers this morning, so that won't impact that track rating. Um, and as I said, with the forecast for maybe a couple more mils overnight or in the morning, I think we should be on a good four tomorrow. Brownie, what was the uh, the feedback from the jockeys? Uh, have they all been happy with, with how the track feels? Look, um, as happy as jockeys can be, Sammy, but no, universally <laughs> it's um, it's been positive, positive across the board. Um, the one piece of feedback that they have all said is how impressed they are with the new cameras, um, the 4% on each of the turns. A lot of them have commented that you uh, you don't even have to steer the horses around the turns now, that the camber just guides them around and, you know, they remain balanced. And so when they're straight and they're ready to ready to accelerate. Um, but, yeah, they've been very complimentary, the cambers. So um, it's been good. It's been good to get the positive feedback. Anything to make the job easier, Brownie, you know, if you don't have to steer around a corner, it's got to be a positive. A... <laughs> Are they happy to take a cut in their pay because of that? <laughs> Oh, knowing jockeys, I doubt it, boys. <laughs> <laughs> now, it's a big day, as I mentioned, on course, off course, either sides of the fence. But uh, can you give us any indication or an idea of how much food and drink is required to actually service a day such as tomorrow? Um, plenty, plenty. I think the um, there's a team of about 30, 35 chefs that will work across the board on Saturday. Um, but yeah, I think there's 250 kilos of prawns, um, and about 500 lobsters that'll go around tomorrow. And that's, that's just for the barrier boys after the last race. So, um, <laughs> Gee, they live it up, don't they, on the Gold Coast? <laughs> Gee, you look after them well we, we there to, on the Gold Coast. <laughs> we do, we do try to look after them, but no, they, um, There'll be plenty of food and drink, so the the chef and the, the fellowman assure, assure me that we won't run out and that the beer will be cold, which will be the main thing. All right, so what will the boys behind the barriers be drinking during the day? Or maybe after the last? Waters during the day, and then um, I think it's just Forex gold afterwards. All right, and what I'm guessing is a fair bit of champagne. they load a... them all and get them alarmed. <laughs> That's right. They do the job <laughs> right, they'll they get rewarded. Them. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Fair bit of champagne to be drunk. Yeah, mate. We um, in the restaurants we uh, we serve the guests Dom Perignon, so we've got 250 bottles of that that'll go around tomorrow. And um, I think it's about um, oh, what's it, 1500 or 2000 bottles of Verve and Moet that'll uh, that'll be drunk <laughs> tomorrow. So wow. uh, plenty of bubbles are being popped. And beer, still the most popular drink going around in weather like this, surely. 
Well, I haven't got the numbers for the Forex Gold, but the boys tell me there'll be uh, 6,000 cans of Byron Bay drunk tomorrow. Wow. There you go. And that's Jeez. just... That's just after the last for the Barrier Boys. How good is that? <laughs> Again. <laughs> now, uh, if people want to go tomorrow, uh, general admission, what else is available? Just the general admission. We're sold out across the track with the corporates and the restaurants. Mm -hmm. So it'll be just GA. Um, and look, if the, the sun pokes us head out early in the morning, we expect that it'll be a um, a really good roll up. So looking forward to it. We know the we know the track's going to play well. Um, yep. Why do we don't get a a massive bucket of rain overnight? But uh, the forecast doesn't indicate that's going to be the case. So um, yeah, look, and the and the fields have really stood up. So we're uh, we're looking forward to a a really good race day. Have you got a tip for us? I don't. Unfortunately, I do like Highness in the two year old day. Do you? Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it All went right. for uh, it was well overs at the Calcutta last night. I think they paid fifty five grand for it to win one hundred and thirty seven thousand. Nice, so nice. At the current, I think it's six dollars in the market at the moment. So someone, someone liked it last night. And uh, well, you know, I've spoken to a couple of people who uh, are close to Tommy Berry, and they all said that he thinks it can win. So there's no shortage of confidence coming out of that camp. He did say on stage last night at the Calcutta that the winkers certainly helped with the trial. Okay, and it won the trial by over two lengths. Very impressive. Yep. All right, thanks, Brownie. I hope it's a fantastic day tomorrow. I'm sure it will be as it is each and every year. We just need the weather to do the right thing. That's right. Thanks, gents. No worries. Thanks, Ian Brown, joining us from the Gold Coast Turf Club. Does a fantastic job down there. Has done for quite some time, uh, Sammy. Yes, super job. He's a good man. And uh, tell you what, they're going to have a ripper day there tomorrow. And there's plenty of ink to be drunk, it sounds like. <laughs> it certainly yeah, is. And didn't even have the Forex Gold number. So you can add a fair few of those because that is uh, most of the Queenslanders' beer of choice, isn't it? It is. It is. Even I'm a gold drinker. Yeah, well, it's pretty good for gold. Uh, got any tips? Yeah, I have. I have. Uh, I'll tell you what. I like Soprato, race nine, number one, Soprato. For Rexy Lip. I think uh, he's he's a good horse, this horse. And, he is. Uh, you know, he's um, he, that was a good win last time around. I think he's good value. I'd throw him this morning, I reckon, eight bucks or $7.50, something like well, that. Well, it's an open race, that one. It's it really is. a very is. good win in the in the Vaux Rogue. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm keen on him. And Chriso, mm. another one at 50 to 1. Oh. At 50 to 1 tomorrow. Why is he these odds? Who? You know he's one of my favourites. Race 10, actually, number 15, RNT. Actually, speaking of your favourites. 50 to 1. Did you see Winston Smurf Hill the other day? Yes. Yes. <laughs> Buck jumping out of the gates. He's a rat bag. He is, is he? a rat bag. And i tell you what, he's not too trustworthy. <laughs> Were you on him? Well, no, uh, I wasn't actually, but... Um, He's the, it is amazing that a horse, you know, who's had a good bit of racing under his belt, he still tries it on like that. I like his, I like his spirit. Yeah, like you his wouldn't, spirit. if you had money on him, you wouldn't like his spirit no. too much. But RNT, I know he's been a bit disappointing. First up, second up, barrier. Yes, he's a horse of yours. Good Your gate. stable, my stable, Your Chris stable. Mark, great trainer. Yeah, I, I tell you what, he's over the odds, Chris O. Over the odds, fifty-one dollars. What? All right, well, I'm going to go with Storm Boy, the favourite in the Magic Millions. I think he just romps in, yeah. to be honest. Um, and I'm going to go with Rothfire, race four, number oh, one. Wow. I know, 
Rothfire race four, number one, and Prince of Boom race six, number one. I know they've both drawn bad gates, but they can get across, and the price you're getting, I think, is fair. I mean, you wouldn't be taking $2 about them, but the price that's available, I think, is fair. So I'll go with those two as being good bets as well. So hopefully a good day for Robbie Heathcote. couple for Randwick. Sorry, Rose Hill tomorrow. Race six, number eight, Louisville can finally win. Race seven, number 12, Naval College can win again. And race 10, number two, Test Data Silence. Now, I know what that name means, but I think he can win the last race. Test Data Silence. South Australian racing tips. Murray Bridge. Tomorrow, race one, number four, Bonnie Gangster for the win. Race five, number 13, Baby Alex each way. Race six, number two, Tap In for Par each way. And race nine, number 10, Myrtle Creek each way. And that, of course, is South Australian Racing Tips on Twitter, or X as they call it these days, Sam, at South underscore tips. And what about Nowra on Sunday, race five, number five, Merchant Speed. It will win. Put your house on it. Mm. Are you doing trackside on Sunday? No, I'm not. Well, why'd you pull that out then? I just know. I just there's something look, going on look, there. Look, I I just reckon it'll win. I reckon it'll win. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter why where. It, have, doesn't what? matter where it is. The, the 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 color of the money is all the same. Very Chris, true. Very true. I just wonder why you're not working Sunday. You'd be looking at narrow races. But anyway, that's that's a question for another day. Thanks for joining us. Great to be back for 2024 on The Punters, mate. Uh, have a great Magic Millions Day. Hope uh, everyone has plenty of winners. I hope the weather does the right thing, Sam. And if it does, I think the class horses will come to the fore, the Gold Coast tomorrow. So hopefully that's the case. Punters, thanks for joining us. Many winners. Sammy, good enjoy. to be back. Good, to, good to be, be back. back, isn't it? Let's have a big 2024, Chris. Let's go.